Good afternoon. Welcome to Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today we have a esteemed pleasure to have on. She's a music top drawing artist right now. Climbing up the charts was Ali Colleen. How are you today? Hi, good afternoon. How are you doing? Thank you so much for coming back on. I really appreciate it. How you been holding Absolutely. up? I've been really, really good. I've just been working. Um, <clears throat> starting to get excited for summer because the weather's getting nice, getting a little antsy. All the good stuff. How about you? <laughs> pretty good. Thank you. Pretty good. Last time you were on, uh, you know, you were, you were building the barn. Did it get done? It's 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 a work in progress. Um, it's getting there. <laughs> it's getting there. Yeah, we we got like the wrought iron in the stalls now, and uh, and we're just getting there, chipping away at it. And uh, hey, what better? You were making progress. I mean, you know, you're doing something. You're building. You're putting hard work into things. That's really cool to do. You know, especially when I know it's a lot of hard work, but especially when it's it was hard to go out. Exactly. No, it was it was a really good way to spend time. Um, and and then then. It's kind of slowed down now that everybody's got busy again, you know, kind of thing. So we're still trying to get it done and that kind of stuff. Um, but yes, it was it was a very nice project for for the time when there was nothing else to do. Congratulations on the new album, Stones. By the way, you know Thank it you. is. I've, I've been listening to it a uh, good part of the morning. I've gone back and I have my favorites, and uh, you know, still, you know, my favorite still of all your songs you've written so far, still along the way. That hasn't changed. <clears throat> you know, so I mean. Um, but it, it, you got a really good album put together here, and I, I, I really want to congratulate you on it. You know, you're, I think your songwriting, uh, you know, people are going to really appreciate. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I love that you love Along the Way. I always say, that's my little baby. That's my little baby that no one gave enough love to. <laughs> and uh, we're just going to keep pushing her out there. But you are right. There's nothing too much like Along the Way anywhere. But I will say, uh, Vagabond Angels on the album is the same writer as Along the Way with me. And I think once you know that, you can catch some pretty cool, like, lyric similarities in the way that Steven and I write. You know, I've been running through that, and I remember hearing that song before, but it didn't click, and I missed it this morning. So I apologize for that as I'm going along. I don't know how I No, that's it. okay. You know, I have to go back and listen to that again. I remember Yeah, that's title. okay. But, yeah, think about think about that a little bit as you're doing it, just, like, the similarities just lyric-wise between Steven and I with, like, Along the Way and Vagabond, I think it's pretty cool. Definitely. Now, now you got to be really excited because I know you're kind of feeling like your hands have been tied for the last umpteenth times, you know, trying to get this Absolutely. through. So uh, are you excited about the album finally dropping? I'm stoked about the album finally dropping. I'm, I'm so proud of the music that we do have out. Um, but this album is just so special to me. I feel like for the first time you have a cohesive you know, song list of what Allie Coyne is and what she sounds like and what she represents, you know, opposed to the singles that we've been able to put out and, and that kind of stuff. So I'm very excited about that. Again, it is still only available, um, you know, as a physical CD. And then the streaming, I think we've got three songs out so far. Our next one's going to be Pink Lemonade, comes out in June. Nice. Um, but we're just going to keep knocking through those songs until Black Friday when the album actually comes out on streaming. Oh, so that's when, um, that's when it's coming out yeah. soon, really? Yes, so Black Friday it'll come out and streaming on the way with an extra song, so it'll be like a, it'll be like a, a kind of a more of a deluxe version of the album. Um, so hopefully you go stream those as well, even if you have a CD, you know, kind of thing. And then uh, we're really, really hoping if I can make enough money off of these physical sales to print some vinyls um, with the big release with like show posters and stuff like that inside. Um, but again, that's all a dream right now, but I'm very right. excited for it. And that's what we're working towards. Well, and, and that's really cool. I'm a sucker for vinyl. I'll be buying one of those from you. <laughs> Woo! Okay, well, we'll print, we'll print one, at least two, uh, one for you, one for me. So we got this. You, you got, you, we got two sold right there. 
<laughs> I mean, um, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, you know, you putting this album together because obviously a few of the awesome songs you put out, you know, uh, Ain't the Only Hell My Mama Raised. Um, I think I got the whole title in there because that's you and I spoke about that being proper. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and, and a couple of the great songs on there. Now tell us a little bit about forming the whole album. The whole album is really kind of a... Uh you know, just a collection of what I've been working on for the last probably two or three years of writing. Um, I think Plan House is probably our oldest one that we have on the album as far as the life that I've had with that song. So right. I think Plan House we wrote maybe in like March of 2018 or something like that. Um, but all of that to say, you know, you come to Nashville and once it once artistry becomes a business, there's all these weird little taboo things people say, you know, like someone will be like, oh, well, I'm writing for an album, you know, or whatever the case is. Right. I always thought that was so silly because I was like, you don't write for an album, you just write songs and then you put all your favorite ones on an album, you know what I mean? Right. And so that's what I did. That's what this album is. They're all my favorite songs from the last whatever and have just connected with me and carried me through and did that thing. And now that I've done that, I can't wait to write for an album. <laughs> it makes so much more sense now. You know, like I'm already, like I've already got pools of songs. I already got like my stones of the next album, you know, kind of vibe. And I've right. already got my whatever. And I'm so stoked about it. Now, tell me a little bit about Stones. Stones is just cool. Stones is our title track. Um, it's Stones is the, uh, is the, obviously the album title. And then track number one, I wrote it with um, Sarah... Bryce and Delia Shane and Billy Doss and, or I'm sorry, and Tony McVaney. And it's just cool. It's, I wish I could say it was inspired by something magical. Um, but the, the, the term itself, you know, is just one of those text posts I saw on Facebook that said, build an empire with the stones they've thrown at you. And I just thought about that and just, um, how much of that stuff that I do carry with me. Um, that's just, you know, those negative comments that I just keep feeding off over whatever, you know, as we do and the good stuff too. So all that to say stones is just all about not giving a, and you can put whatever word you want on the end there, Sugarfoot, whatever you want. <laughs> right. Right. Now, let me, let me, let me tell you something that, you know, in, in the time, you know, I had listened to some of your music prior to us meeting you know, our last show back in November of 2020. And, and I followed your career even more since, Obviously, because of the fact that I really started enjoying your music even more when I got to talk to you a little bit. But I mean, I really do think that you you do carry yourself well on your own, and that's thank I, you. I want to I want to quotation mark that as well on your own. And I think that you you have similarities and differences from you know family music and everything else. But I really do feel like you carry yourself very well on your own, and you're establishing yourself very well on your own. Thank you so much. It's something we've worked so hard at and will continue to. And I honestly, thank you so much for recognizing that. That means the world to me. Well, you know, I, I, when, I, when I listened to different songs, you know, and when I brought it up the last time about Along Your Way, I said I wanted to bring it up because I, I just, like, picked certain things. I want to go through the whole thing, and I picked my favorites, and, and, I, and I wound up falling more in love with uh, Ain't the Only Hell Your uh, mom, My Mama Raised because I kept listening to that. I said, I dug that, and you had spoke about it in detail. But and I wanted, you know, and but it, you know, it's really cool because of the fact that you really put things together in a way that you're telling a story, and your sounds different. You know, I think you're, I think you know, the, the the guitar work, by the way, I see differences in that. So I like some of the change ups as well. Thank you. I mean, yeah, the I mean, the like production wise, like that kind of yes, stuff has yes. been so cool diving into those, and I think that also just grows with. We got to make this album 
outside of the pandemic. We recorded this whole album in January. So we actually had to, got to go in with players, you know, and like sit there and talk to them and do it. Whereas Ain't the Only Hell and all that other stuff that was recorded during a pandemic. I still haven't even met those guys. Oh, wow. You know, and so I think it was such a cool creative process um, to get to do Stones and to get to dive in and put as much as my influence in as I could. And then also really allow the guys to just run with it and play what they wanted to and like put their influences into. And, and I'm, we're very proud. We're very stoked about it. Now, when you when you sit down and you write, you and I kind of touched on this before and you just put put one part on is that some of the influences like something just grabbed you. Is it when the spirit gets you, when you see something that gets your attention or I'm sitting down and writing, it seems like you was all of the above. I mean, it, it is. And I'm sure that that's the case for everybody. It's, it's just so different. And the process is so different. And why you're writing is so different. Because you got to remember, sometimes there's six people on a song. Sometimes there's one. You know, so obviously, all of those people are bringing in their own personal instances to the storyline that you're creating. Or you're writing something that you would never write because you know... John Doe over here needs it. You know what I mean? Like he brought that idea into the right that day and he needed that idea. And whether or not it's something you care about as an artist, you have to chase that with him, you know, kind of thing. So right. songs just come from everywhere all the time. Now, um, as, as a songwriter, excuse me, as a songwriter, um, are you looking at also people also kind of, you know, using some of your songs? Because I think you got a lot of, you know, you could also be known as a, very well as a singer songwriter. I would really, really love to. Um, I really, really would. Um, I've tried to pitch a lot of stuff independently. Um, I've had songs that I've pitched, you know, to Asher McBride and Cody Johnson and Randall King and stuff like that. I've never got a cut or anything like that um, from a major artist or anything like that. But I do have cuts with my friends and some very talented artists in town. Um, Dallas Remington has a season called Hunting Season that's done really well. Oh, yeah, well. we've had on the show. She's um, great. She's awesome. Yeah. And I got to write that with Dallas. Yes. Um, I have some cuts with Carly Rogers. My friend Alyssa Newton cut one of my songs. Um, so they're rising artists just like I am, but I, I do get to be a songwriter in that aspect. And I do hope that one day, you know, I get to share my catalog with a publisher and, and I get to go and get those outside cuts and pitches. But right now I'm so focused on owning my music, um, and keeping that right now. And that way I have just <clears throat> my arms around it to protect it and to guide it. And, um, I'm every day working towards letting the little control go. But as of right now, I'm just so anxious about like my music and what's going to happen to it, you know, but I want to write music for movies so bad. You and I brought that up last time. And I, I, I think you have a couple songs that could really be, you could sit there, you have, you have, you have a hope, but you also write, and I mean, this with love. You also sometimes can have an attitude in your songs. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that's pretty badass because of the fact, part of my language, but it, it, it is. You know, you, ha you have that kind of attitude with it with some of your songs that it just kind of puts out there. You're making a statement, but you also have some really good hope to when, you know, people go through some stuff. And obviously in the last year and a half or so, you know, the whole world's gone through some stuff. And Absolutely. you, know, you, you kind of take take people in that valley and, OK, look, man, you know, I've fallen down and, and you know, and I got to get up and I got to wash off all the stench and clean myself up and kind of get back out there. And some of that, but it's not mushy. It's 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 a real story, right? And I think that's kind of the cowboy that's coming out of the girls right now, like Ashley McBride and Kaylee Hammock, and and all these girls that are just killing it. Miranda's always been like that, you know, just really standing on what we want to talk about and choosing what we want to talk about and believing in what we want to talk about, opposed to not even knocking any females from the past, country music wise, but they didn't have as much room to run as we do now and it's because of how hard they worked you know that we do and right. so i think 
I think we're just really singing about stuff that we care about now. You know what I mean? And in a way that's honest and still cool. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, and we're just, we're working on so much stuff coming out of the gate and, um, just really working on those audiences. Like you said, everybody needs a song, whether it's right. your happy drinking, parting your face off song, or whether it's like on the track list for stones, we try and move you from those hills to valleys as much as we can. You know what I mean? But when it comes to track, um, I don't know, maybe seven or eight or eight and nine, but well enough alone and uh, good as it gets back to back. That is an intentional six and a half minutes for you to think about whatever you've been putting off. That's kind of weighing you down. You know what I mean? That is an intentional six minutes for somebody to sit there back to back sad song and just experience whatever they're probably too busy to do in their normal day. You know what I mean? And, and music has such an outlet for that. And to get to write to something like that and for that, oh, it's so cool. Did you think that the uh, during the pandemic, did it help your skills of putting it together? Or did you have all hell, this is BS some days? Or did it really help your writing skills? I think it really, really hurt them for a while. Not even hurt them, but I, I did not dive into writing during the pandemic. Most of these songs came from before, right. uh, maybe, maybe 50, 50, just because I did not get into zoom rights. I could not do that. I could not write over a laptop. It was so hard. <laughs> um, and so because of that, there was, there were several months, you know, that if I wasn't writing by myself, I wasn't writing because nobody could get together and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it definitely, I think pushed my opposite side. So, I don't feel like I've got to be uber creative aside from getting to work on the album and doing that. And that was a huge part of what I've gotten to do during this downtime. But more so than that, unfortunately, I had to dive into the other side and figure out how to really market my social media in a time when people aren't buying things, you know, right. and people aren't going out places and people aren't doing stuff like that. So it was like, okay, well, what kind of content, what kind of stuff can I make to where when they do send me a Venmo tip, you know, on my live, or they do send me a star or on Facebook or whatever it is, it's, it's, they're not just helping me out. You know, like I'm still providing a service and that was a cool way to look at performing on live, you know, during the pandemic, but it didn't make it any more fun. I needed a clapper installed in my house or something, just somebody to fluff me up and tell me I was doing good because you know, those comments lag and they tell you how good the song is three minutes after you play it. So too many Christmas. You it's know, so I, hard. Right. I'll tell you, it, it's, you know, you're a, Excuse me, you're actually, and you actually do are very involved with your fans, and I give you a lot of credit for that because you know we follow each other on social media and stuff. But I've seen you your reaction to a lot of fans, and you clown around, or whether it's your tattoos. By the way, did you get that neck tattoo? I did. I got a throat tattoo. <laughs> I knew last time you were leaving after the show to go get one. I think the last time, and I just wondered if you got it or not. I yes, uh, I got it. It looks dope. <laughs> I mean, for people who are wondering what the hell we're talking about, the last time Allie was on the show, she was going to leave our, that week, I think, and get a, uh, a throat tattoo. And it was like, um, I was like, I have to ask her. I have to ask her if she got it. And I couldn't remember. I did. I did. I got some pictures of it on my social medias and stuff. But I got a big old firefly on my throat. Did it hurt? Everybody thinks it's a dragonfly, but it's a firefly. Did it hurt? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Is that one of the yeah. most painful ones you had? It wasn't because I used numbing cream. It was awesome. And I mean, until it wore off, then it was, you know, like hell times 12,000. But <laughs> it got me, again, it got me an hour in to an hour and 45 minutes, you know? So, I mean, it, it was awesome. Um, right on. <laughs> but I 
don't know. And I don't think it was my most painful just because I've had, like, much longer sessions. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and stuff like that. But, no, it was not a cakewalk. I can tell you that. Is that some of the things you've sat there and thought about, you know, over what have you done away from work to relax? I mean, obviously, I know you were, you know, building the barn for the horses and stuff. But what, right. have, you, what have you and your husband done to relax and get away from the world? I love to just keep busy, um, kayak as much as I can. Nice. Um, we spend time with the horses as much as we can. Again, they're not here with us. They're in, they're in Clarksville, which is like, you know, maybe an hour 15 from our house. So we go see them when we can. And they're with an amazing family. They, all that kind of stuff. Um, my dogs, you know, are my life. And so I, I always try and do stuff with them. I just really like to be outside and I like to be working. I really like to do just like physical work. I think just because I am so creative so it really does kind of help me shut off my brain a little bit when I just want to do something that's not uber creative, I guess, if that makes sense. But I just love to do stuff. I love to work out. I spend a lot of time in the gym in my downtime. Um, lollygagging half the time. I just like to be there, to be honest. I'm not even saying I do anything. I'm just saying I walk yeah, you around. Cut promos. You cut promos on your Instagram right? when you're at the gym. I mean. <laughs> hey, whatever needs to get done, you get it done at the gym. You know, black card, plan of fitness, or just go sit on those couches. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's between awesome. that and your TikTok, you know, you, you, you keep it busy. <laughs> you keep it busy. <laughs> I do keep it busy, and I'm just bored half the time, to be honest. So I got to keep busy. But um, I just, I don't know. I, there's so many things I like to do. Also, I live in a music town. You know what I mean? So right. I have so many friends that are doing exactly what I'm doing. So I spend a lot of time at shows. And obviously, that's coming out of the pandemic, and we're getting back to it. But right. I spend just a lot of time out watching my friends play music. And that's really awesome. Now, as far as, and now that you brought that up, great segue. Thank you for doing my job for me. Appreciate it. I got that. you. <laughs> um, now, are, are you with this album putting a tour together, Allie? Um, we are trying to. Um, obviously, with like vaccines and different stuff with venues, they're looking at all this stuff, right. asking all these questions. I don't know. But um, we do have some festivals coming up this summer that we're going to hit that I'm so excited about. Most of them are rescheduled from last year right. um, and things like that that I'm very, very, very excited about um, to go and play this live music. I was talking today with a friend of mine, and um, I'm the queen of just over overdoing things in my brain, right, about right. like what's going to happen and all that stuff. But I just can't help but think about some of the performance moments is that I've already built up from this album that I expect to happen, you know, kind of thing. Like just these really sweet performance moments is in these songs that I cannot wait for. Um, only Oklahoma. If you remember that one yes. in the very last chorus, it's so simple. It's so sweet, but the very last chorus is when everybody's starting to lose it emotion wise because we're thinking about home. And then there's like grandma line that kills everybody and all this stuff. So in the very last chorus, it's, I could have got a job. Probably not to raise a family you know and everybody just loses it and they're right back with you in that good energy of like okay okay thank you she broke it up this is a home song rock on let's get to that next party song you know after it you know and there's just so many cool things like that that i can't wait but all of that to say i've really really dreamt up that for the first time in my career maybe i'm bringing songs to people that they already know and right. maybe they're going to sing with me, you know, like maybe they're going to experience a song with me instead of, which is still very kind, meeting me afterwards and showing me my Spotify, you know, and going, we followed you. We can't wait to hear all this stuff again. You know, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that there's a little more 
I'm hoping you know me a little more before the show this time, maybe than last year. And I'm really, really looking forward to that. And if that's not the case, it's just something we're going to keep working towards. Right. And, and I'll tell you what I was seeing. I was, that was my next question, man, girl, you, you've been paying attention to my show. Um, <laughs> you know, I was what is it like when, you know, uh, you know, somebody, you have a crowd that's singing along with one of your songs. That's gotta be the most awesome feeling in the world when, when people know your music and you're out of show and, you know, and you got you got some you got the crowd singing along with one of your songs. Like, oh man, I know this, and you got friends singing along, whatever else. Is that not the coolest feeling? Ugh, it makes me really emotional just thinking about it. <laughs> it's gonna so happen excited. again soon, my dear. It's gonna happen again soon. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, I just can't wait. It's so special, and especially when you've got kids. When there are kids in those audiences, they just think that you are the coolest thing on the planet. Right. You know what I mean? And and it's so fun to interact with them just because I remember doing the same exact thing. And and it's so special and I'm excited for those moments. Those moments make it also really hard for me. Um, my full outside exterior looks as rough as it does in hopes that you don't get to the inside where it's just all mush in, in here, you know what I mean? I'm just a baby. I'm just a big old baby. And and those performance moments when people are singing my stuff back to me, I don't usually get through it. It's normally really hard for me to sit there and sing with them. That's when you hand the mic off or, you know, just like do that performance moment where you let them sing because I just can't do it. We had this really awesome album release party in April and uh, we filmed a lot of it and a lot of it's on our YouTube channel that you guys can go watch and um, only Oklahoma. I don't think I sang half of the song. I'm just sitting there crying because my mom is there. You know, my friends are there right. and like everybody that I, that like just, and everyone knows those crowds that you personally know are the hardest crowds, oh, yes, but that was a tough day for me and it was so awesome. And I think that also got me really ready for the road. Do you get bigger nerves with, you know, friends and family and colleagues there? Than you oh, a do? thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough. A thousand your, percent. Your family's right well, there. It's so rough, and I, I never understood why. I thought it was because we care so much about what they think, and that is 100% true. Right. But also, when I go on stage, and I have a lot of artist friends that feel this way, and, and we, we bond over it because it's, it's just something that you don't really get unless you have to do it. Um, any kind of performing, athletes, everything. If you don't step on that field or that stage or whatever and think and know that you are the coolest person in that room, good luck. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you have to get on that stage and protect that energy. And I think that's really hard to do when you're sitting here staring at your best friend that has, you know, seen you do everything and knows how cool you're not. You know what I mean? Like my sisters are not fooled. They're right. not fooled at all. You know, they know me. And I think that's really vulnerable about going up there and putting on this persona that, you know, they know other versions of you. You know, your, your fans typically know your artist version of you, and and, and, and that's cool, and, and that's easier to do than to go up there and, like, pretend like I'm Allie Colleen, this rock star, when, like, my best friend's sitting there, like, you cry to me on Snapchat every day about <laughs> random miscellaneous things, you know? So I think that that's something great. really excited, uh, you know, and very nerve-wracking about performing to those crowds that, that you know so personally. Now, with, with that being said, you know, with, with this album, you know, it's, I know you put a lot of heart, blood, sweat, and tears into this with, you know, your fellow writers and everything else. Um, how do you want people to perceive this album, you know, from Ali Colleen? I personally, and this is how I feel about all my music going forward, going back, all that stuff. My music is 
a representation of me for sure and things that I've gone through. But I want you to listen to music the same way that I listen to music. I want you to take whatever you need from this album. You know, I want you to listen to songs and I want it to be you. I want you to be the character. I want you to put in a character for it. I personally, I don't need you to listen to Stones and hear me talk about how I'm going to take all the stuff that like people have told me about my family and, and what I can and can't do and what I do and don't deserve. I want you to put your own Stones in that song. And remember what, you know, you've been told and what you've overcome and what you've done, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? I, this album is actually has nothing to do with me. This album is 100% for every lear, like ear that listens to it and connects with it and puts their own characters into it and stuff like that. And that's what I hope people take from Stones is whatever they need from Stones. You know what? I'll tell you what, Allie. I think, I, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people over the years. I don't think I've ever had anybody say, you know, to put apply themselves into that position like that. And I think that's really, really cool. And, you know, as you and I had spoken before about, you know, people are in that same position as, you know, we're all in the same, certain same positions, you know, whether it be relationships, working hard, nepotism crap, whatever it happens to be, (laughs) you know, people stuff, throw stuff out there and throw rocks, you know, and I think, man, you know what, you know, you got to first of all, give us, give somebody a chance. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I don't walk on water. That first step's easy. It's a good thing I'm a swimmer for a big, a good swimmer for a big guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, because I'd be right there beside the Titanic, you know. I, mean, I you get know? it. <laughs> you know, I, I totally get it. <laughs> so I mean, you know, really, you getting out there and 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 busting your chops and and you know rolling up your sleeves and and you know getting busy and putting a really good you know album together and you know and obviously you know you kind of got a hit in the jaw with the with the pandemic, you know, with pushing parts of it last year. But I really think that, you know, it gave you a chance to put some other things together because you still put out music last year and, and part of this year. And that's really, really cool. And I, you know, and I like the idea that you kept busy. I argued with a lot of people in, in this business about, dude, you got to put out music during this time period. No, man, we'll wait. And I'm like, for what? <laughs> right. This is the time when people are listening. They have nothing going on. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And they are searching for new stuff. They've watched The Office 6,000 times like <laughs> I have. You know what I mean? Like we need something new, but nothing too aggressive, you know, and we don't need you know, eight seasons to commit to Jimmy right. Christmas. Just right. some new music, you know, some new playlists, all that kind of stuff. And I think I'm very, uh, very encouraging and very um, stoked, glad, grateful for all those artists that did put music out last year, because I sat there and listened to it, you know? Exactly. And, I, and I'm so grateful for that, and for them to have been bold, because, yeah, I don't know if it was a good idea on their part, you know, I don't know if it was a good idea on my part, but as a listener, I needed that music last year. So, exactly. I'm glad that I put it out anyway. Now, how does it feel when, you know, all of a sudden, your music mayhem's top 21 artists to watch, and all these things coming out, you know, that, because people are realizing your talent. How does that feel when you hear things like that? It's just a step closer every time, you know, and it's that that might not seem like much. It might not seem like a lot, but but it really, really is. It really matters. And it's so like fueling going forward. And it's also some of the coolest things about those lists are who else is on the list, you know, and that's really, really cool. Um, I think it was the mayhem list if I'm not if I'm not wrong, um, or could have been even 2020 before it, because both of those things run together. You're making a um, bunch of them, but, girl. You're making but, a bunch of them. One of them, <laughs> but all I have to say, like Kaylee Hammock was on one of them. Right. And I am in nowhere on any stair near 
her stairwell by any means. <laughs> I, I'm, she's so talented. I'm, I'm such a fan, but just like to be on a list with somebody that I'm, I just look up to, you know, and that kind of thing, I think is, was really, really cool for me and very affirmative. And I'm doing, I'm doing this right, you know, and, and my journey's not going to look like Kaylee's and that's okay. But, um, we, you know, still on the same stuff. And I think right. that's really cool. Um, I, I, a lot of interviews that I'm having recently, um, like you, I mentioned Dallas earlier and, you know, and you said you've had her on the show. Yes. A lot of people have been talking about, um, Priscilla Block here in yes. town. Um, and, um, Priscilla has, I mean, everybody in town knows Priscilla. They're going to say that they're her friend, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm one of them too. I'm going to sit here and tell you that I'm her friend because we're also proud of her, you right. know, and she's doing it and she's also doing it in a different way than a lot of females have done it. And just, again, just yet another trailblazer being unapologetically herself doing it and, and to be around Priscilla and to, to see again, just somebody else in this town, just like me, you know, is being recognized. And I, and just the things like that are so encouraging for myself and all of the artists of my caliber sitting here in this town, working our tails off. Yeah. But you, you, you bring in your own style, your own style of dress, your own style of deal. You're really cool with that part of it is, and you know, and I love the comment, by the way, you made earlier about, you know, when you go up on stage, you got to be the coolest cat there. That's, Absolutely. You, to, you have to. And I love that. Now, with that being said, I want to ask you a couple of fun questions just to kind of, you know, throw things out there as it is um, one lobster or steak. Both. <laughs> got to pick one, love. Mm, steak. <laughs> Whiskey or wine? It's bigger. Whiskey or wine? Oh, whiskey. <laughs> I, knew, I knew the answer to that because we talked before. <laughs> <laughs> Horror or comedy? Comedy. Ooh, I, I wondered about that one. I was a toss-up. I didn't know your answer. On I love horror. I love horror stuff. I'm obsessed right. with Halloween. I don't like watching scary movies because I have really bad dreams all the time. Right, right, right. But I will watch those scary Halloween cosplay TikToks all night long. <laughs> I think you made a TikTok about watching one of those, I think, if I remember right. You know? I'm pretty sure I have. I don't know. TikTok's such a weird social media. If it's not viral, you take it down. I don't know why we do that. We do. I've deleted my TikTok and restarted like four times. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. And as far as country or rock, or is it a move? Country. Probably a mood thing, to be honest, but if I had to pick between the two, country. What is the one thing that if somebody didn't, that somebody knew you would be very surprised to know that you listened to? I have all of these cover albums that I'm stoked about doing when I have just, I guess, money to spend on doing cover albums. <laughs> and it's probably right in between... Um, I mean, if you know me, you're not actually going to be surprised, but I don't really feel like I look like somebody who just jams to Disney all day long. But I will do a Disney cover album, no doubt about it, and I'm so stoked about it. And then I'll also do, like, an alternative cover album where I just get to do, like, all Nickelback and, like, Evanescence and Three Days Grace and all that stuff that I love so, so much. I was in a pop, like, punk rock band in high school, and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as we're winding down here, by the way, I would love to hear, I can't think of the name of the song uh, by Nickelback. You just hit that. It's the one that, I want to be a rock star, I think it is. I would love to, yeah. hear, you, I would love to hear you do that song. I uh, I got to play at Bridgestone Arena to do the, um, like the, to play in between the periods of the Preds game or the hockey games. Yes. Um, and I, I think, I think our cover set that night was Adele, Whitney Houston, Nickelback, and Journey, and we did Animals. And oh, it was Awesome. Awesome. I know we're running short on time here. Look, thank you so much, Ali Colleen, for coming on. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out her album right now, Stones. I don't give a. It is an awesome album. 
Go check out all our social media. She's got some awesome merch on there to pick out as well on her on AllieColleenMusic.com. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it, and please stay in touch. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime, I appreciate it, and I always enjoy it. So thank you so much, and I look forward to next time. Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast, Allie Colleen, we are done.